Welcome everyone to the Sight Beyond Sight podcast, where we look beyond the surface, diving deeper into life's issues. I am Mike Brown, your health and wellness coach. And as always, I want to thank you for choosing to spend the next 30 minutes of your life with me. I know that you could be doing other things or listening to someone else, but you chose to tune into Sight Beyond Sight. And for that, I'm very thankful. And with that being said, let's create some freshwater moments. Last week, we began a three-part series called The Path, Getting Out of Your Own Way. I had to laugh because I thought about some of the times where I was faced with the crossroad and I decided to get in my own way, thinking that I was above and beyond things, and it landed me into a cycle of chaos, leaving me thinking to myself, how did I get here? How long will I be in this position, and how do I get out of this mess that I created? Now, thankfully, I was able to get out of those situations. And I think that most of us have been in these situations where we have just blatantly gotten our own way and we didn't have to. Things did not have to be that way. Either we did not seek guidance or we did seek the guidance and we didn't listen to the feedback or we just decided that we could beat this game of life because we're smarter than it. And that happens. Sometimes our pride can get in the way of things. Sometimes our ego is just too big. Or sometimes we just don't know what we're doing. And those things are just hard to admit. But I tell you, hold strong. There's still some faith. So last episode, we discussed some of the reasons why we continue on the path of unfulfillment. When we know that this path is riddled with despair, unhappiness, and chaos. We discovered that when we continue on the path of unfulfillment, we have lost sight of what lies on the path of fulfillment. And what does the path of fulfillment lead to? Well, during our conversation, we learned that the path of fulfillment leads to peace, love, and joy. And when we continue on the path of unfulfillment, that means that we have lost sight of the big picture. And that big picture is that we truly desire to have peace, love, and joy in our lives. Looking back, we've discussed the big picture in the first season. So I'm gonna briefly recap the meaning of the big picture. We don't have to have all of the pieces of the puzzle to see the big picture, but sometimes we feel as if things are incomplete or we are less than if we're missing some of these pieces of the puzzle. But this is just one of the many traps that keeps us on the path of unfulfillment. We think that we're not all put together because we're missing a few pieces of the puzzle. And that is where despair, depression, and hopelessness enters in our hearts, leaving us trapped in that cycle of chaos. Think about it this way. You have a 100-piece puzzle that you're putting together. And once you put 80 pieces of that puzzle together, you can begin to see the big picture, even with 20 pieces of that puzzle missing. What we have to realize is that all of us are missing pieces of the puzzle and that we will all fall short. And all that simply means is that we have a few things to work on, but that does not mean that we cannot see the big picture. So we still have hope. We still have a vision, we still have a purpose, we still have something to cling on 
to keep us moving forward, even with those 20 missing pieces. Ultimately, what it means to lose sight of the big picture is that somewhere down the road, we have felt that peace will never enter into our lives, that we are undeserving of feeling loved, and we are destined to live a life without joy, and that's an unsettling place to be. And believe me, it truly is. Working in social work for so long, you've seen that on clients. You've seen that on people. You've seen families riddled with despair. You've seen people dealing with depression. And you've seen communities filled with nothing but hopelessness. And it's unsettling. It's a very unsettling thing to see. It's an unsettling place to be. But the hope is, and the glory of it is, that it does not have to remain. So if you've ever experienced any of those feelings, then my heart goes out to you. If you're currently feeling that you're not loved, that you will never be at peace or be filled with joy, I tell you to hold strong because your breakthrough is right around the corner. So today we will switch gears and discuss why we stray from the path of fulfillment, the path that is leading to peace, love, and joy. Why do we stray from that path when we know this is the correct path to be on? There are times where a person is headed down that path, but then they find themselves stumbling onto the path of chaos and they're left wondering, like we talked about earlier, how did I get into this mess? Why did I ever leave the path, the path of fulfillment? And how do I return to this path? So my question to all of you listeners is this. Why do we stray from the path of fulfillment when we know that it leads to peace, love, and joy? We've all heard the stories about the man who seems to have it all. He has financial security, a job that he loves. He gives to the poor. He has a family that loves him. The community loves him. He is thoughtful and giving. I mean, this man has it all. You never see him with a frown on his face. He's always happy. He's gracious. He's humble. I mean, this guy has been on the path that leads to peace, love, and joy for quite some time. And then one day, we hear that he has strayed from the path. To the naked eye, it seems that this happened out of nowhere. But most of the time, people are gradually led off the path of fulfillment. Now, in recent news, there's been talk about the pastor of a mega church that has been uh, faced with this similar situation. And I'm not here to discuss his situation, his situation in detail. And I'm not here to judge at all. Because this can happen to any of us. And it probably has happened to the majority of us. The question is, what was that something that led him astray? And that's what we're going to talk about. We're going to dive deeper to see if we can come up with some answers. So why do we stray from the path when we know that we are on the right path? It's mind boggling at times. You know, I don't know if it's boredom. I don't know, maybe you're bored with that lifestyle. Maybe you're bored with being happy. Maybe you're bored with so much peace in your life. Maybe you're bored with feeling loved. Who knows, it could be anything. But immediately, one of the first thoughts that came to my mind was that we get in our own way. And how do we do this? Well, 
we are going to discuss five examples of how we get in our own way, leading us from the path of fulfillment, beginning with number one, having a skewed perspective, number two, lack of instant gratification, number three, loss of belief in the mission, number four, defiance, and number five, disobedience. As we always do here on the Sight Beyond Sight podcast, let's dive deeper into the five reasons why we stray from the path of fulfillment. But at this time, I want you to take a moment to think about if you've ever experienced this situation. What led you astray? How did you feel about your decision? And if you did stay on the path, how did you do it? Continue to think about what led you astray and send in your comments and your thoughts to cbeyond365 at gmail.com or you can leave a message on anchor.fm backslash site beyond site. We will begin with breaking down having a skewed perspective, and we will continue on down that list, breaking down each of the five reasons why we stray from the path. So what do I mean by a skewed perspective? Think about this. Have you ever been in a position where your boss asks you to perform a task, but you're reluctant to do so because you don't see the benefit of doing it? And after comparing your task to the task that your coworker received, you begin to question why you were given a task that seems meaningless while your coworker received a more meaningful task. You feel that the task is meaningless because your perspective is skewed. You guys, there will be times where we will be given a task to complete knowing very little information. So it makes it difficult to see the big picture Here's the thing. Do you see how we can create a skewed perspective when we look at things from a selfish perspective? The task may not be what you desire, but it is important that you complete your task, no matter how small it may seem. Complete your task. Because we don't know. We don't know. What seems small may be the biggest task. Complete your task. Now we will move forward to lack of instant gratification. And this one is a real doozy. Uh, It's something that I think the majority of us struggle with. And I think it's because of the sign of the times is this world that we live in now. Everything is so instant. We have information at at our hands. It's in our palm. We don't have to read the newspaper. We don't have to wait for the next day to see the scores and the stats for for sporting events. We can see them instantly. We don't need to wait to receive letters anymore. We have emails. We don't have to wait for anything anymore. Everything is instantly accessible. And one of the most disturbing things that I I found out was this. About a few months ago, I was reading an article. And within that article, it was stated that when we are searching on the web, and if that page does not load within three-tenths of a second, we are moving on to the next site three-tenths of a second. And that was hard for me to believe. I wanted to say that this was false, but no sooner than I read that, I'm searching the web, a page took about half a second to load, and I did not wait for it to finish. I moved on to the next site. I was looking for something more instant. Whether or not this site was uh, more legit or not, it didn't matter. That page, even if it was written by scholarly people that had all the research back to by it, I would not read it because it wasn't fast enough, which is ridiculous. We miss out on so many good things because 
we want instant gratification. It's like we don't want to work for something anymore. I mean, I remember growing up with our family, most family values were, hey, you get up, you work hard for what you want, you save your money, it's not going to come fast, but you know what? When it comes and you reach your goal, you're going to be so satisfied because you have gone through the fire, you have gone through that adversity, and you've seen that you can make it through. You came out of this situation stronger. The resilience is what makes us stronger. We're not really a resilient bunch anymore. And I will throw myself in that mix, unfortunately. But when you look at it, we're not really resilient anymore. Think about in the past, what people had to go through just to have light, what people had to go through just to have food on a daily basis. And it wasn't coming that quickly. You had to go out there in the land and farm it. You had to go out there and and kill your game to bring it back. And then not just kill the game, you had to butcher it. So all of those things took time. Now it's to the point that we don't even have to go to the grocery store. We can order it online and pick it up that way and not even have to step foot in the grocery store or you can have it delivered to you. Everything is instant. And you know, my first experience is what made me think of everything that's wrong with instant gratification. If instant gratification was the motivating factor of making it to the top of this mountain, then I would have never made it. I would have never made it. But I had to endure the tram ride, the tram ride and a glass box of doom that was about 10 to 12 minutes long. When you're elevated 4,000 feet above the land, it's pretty crazy. I didn't like it very much. Actually, it was more than 4,000 feet, way more than that. Um, but that's neither here nor there. It was high enough that you were doomed. There was no surviving it <laughs> if the engineering went wrong. And that's what I don't like about it. I don't like putting my faith in all of that engineering because I feel like I'm the unlucky one that something is going to go wrong with. But getting back to this, had I not endured waiting in that line, thinking about all the negative things that could possibly happen, because that's how I get when I'm around heights, unfortunately. It's a phobia of mine. But had I not waited in that line, had I not gotten on that tram and took that long journey up to the top of the mountain, I would not have gotten to experience those views, that breeze that you feel that it feels so different than when you're down on ground. I wouldn't have seen some of the eagles flying so close. It felt like you could almost touch them. I wouldn't have been able to look down on the city and see the whole city, <laughs> at matter of fact, you know. I would not have been able to experience any of those things had I not taken the time and invested that time to get to where I was going. The only way you can experience a mountain instantly is at the ground. But that experience does not compare to the experience that you have when you're on top looking down. So we have to get out of this mindset that instant, everything that's instant is good. That's not always the case. You will never see and experience 
the surreal scenery that you see on top of the mountain. We'll keep moving forward with lots of belief in the mission. Now, sometimes we're on a journey and we may be doing a great service for people, but we have lost sight on our true mission and we have lost sight on the why we do what we do. This is so important not to forget. Okay, we cannot forget the why. The why is what keeps us going. The why keeps us going when things aren't going right. It keeps us going when people are saying, no, this, this, you're, what you're doing is silly and it's impossible. You can't do this. We have to remember the why. And the why is greater than ourselves. The why is not selfish. The why we do it is based off of doing for others. We are doing a service. And that is why the, the why must not ever be forgotten because when we forget the why, it becomes about us. Losing sight on the why can happen because of burnout. It can happen because you become jaded with time or negative experiences or negative influences, maybe the management, or you just simply lost the why, why you've been on this particular path, you know? And that happens a lot to people, as I've said, in a field of service. So many times I've heard people say, you know what, I'm tired of working for other people or working with other people because they don't ever do what I ask them to do. I'm not seeing the results that I think I should be seeing. And the problem is, is that the we, the you has become I. I am not seeing the results. I feel that I'm wasting my time. I feel that we have been getting nowhere and it's not my fault, it's your fault. You know, those are the things that happen when we lose sight of the why. And that leads to losing belief in the mission. Once you lose belief in the why, you're going to lose belief in the mission, which means that you're not going to agree or you're not going to want to do your best. You're not, wanna, you're not going to give your all for this mission anymore because you've lost your why. And overall, why do we do this? We do this because you want to see other people progress. So there is a sacrifice in service. You are sacrificing your time. You are sacrificing your, your freedom. You are sacrificing your sleep. You are sacrificing some of your well-being. But we must know that it's not always going to be that way. We must know that we're doing this for a greater cause. And that greater cause must always stay in the forefront so we don't lose the why and we don't lose sight of the mission. Moving right along to disobedience, the attitude of, I'm going to do this, but I'm going to disregard all instruction and do it my way. I know better. So I'm going to do it my way because you don't know a thing. Blatant disobedience. You know, how do you feel when your child is disobedient? And sometimes worse, you start thinking about what's wrong with me? What did I do wrong? Why were they disobedient? Did I not explain this enough? Did I make them angry? So you start questioning yourself. But sometimes you've done everything correctly. And sometimes people are just disobedient. Sometimes your child is just going to be disobedient because they start thinking for themselves. They start thinking that they know the path. They start thinking that they know more and they know better. Or maybe they have lost belief in, in the mission. 
or maybe they just want to explore, or maybe they just want to test you. Who knows what it is? But disobedience is another reason why we will stray from the path. Think back to the reasons that we already covered. We have a skewed perspective, right? A skewed perspective makes you stray from the path because you think that you should be at a certain place or you thought that your task was going to be greater than what it was and it wasn't. And so you say, you know what, maybe this isn't the path for me. And then you have lack of instant gratification. You know, it's taken too long for me to see the fruits of my labor. I'm going to stray from this path. I just don't know if this is right for me anymore. I've been doing this and I've been getting a lot of good results. I I feel good about myself. I've experienced peace, love, and joy, and I've experienced it in abundance. But you know what? This path isn't so fun anymore. I don't have the same fire that I once had when I began this journey. So maybe if I go to a different path, I might rekindle that fire that I once had and that I once felt. And then we have disobedience. Disobedience leads us off the pla- off the path because we think that we know better and then we become disobedient and we stray from the path. And we'll wrap this up with defiance. Defiance, the attitude of I'm going to rally the troops and overtake the management and show them how wrong they are because I know better. So now you're with defiance, you're dragging other people in with you. You're taking other people off the path, taking them on a new path, leading them astray. You had such a, a magnetic personality that you convinced everybody else that you were so right. You rallied the troops and now you have led everybody off the path. And when you put everything together, These five reasons why we stray from the path of fulfillment encompass this one reason, and that is that we have a perceived need that we feel is not being met. Once again, we have a perceived need that we feel is not being met. So to to put this in layman's terms, we feel that the grass is greener on another path. Now, what is this need? When you're on the path that leads to joy, love, and peace, what else could you need? Just as difficult as it is for someone to leave the path of despair and chaos, it is equally difficult for someone to stay on the path that leads to peace, love, and joy. Some of the needs that lead us astray are fear. Maybe we are afraid to keep moving down the path because we know that we're about to face adversity that is more than what we think or want to handle. Not feeling as loved as you think you should. Maybe the people aren't loving you the right way. And then there's the dreaded money. Maybe you feel you're not being compensated enough for the things that you're doing. And then there's good old fashioned distractions. Maybe we have lost sight of the why and we have focused our energy elsewhere, leaving an opening for these distractions to lead us astray. When we recognize that one of our freshwater warriors has strayed from the path, it is easy to point fingers, blame and shame them for their decision. It is easy to judge and shun them for falling short. As a freshwater warrior, we must not forget our why. And our why is to be the freshwater that heals in a salty environment. We are not here to judge or tear down individuals 
but instead we are here to guide, heal, and uplift those who may have succumbed to the feeling of internal needs not being met. For the freshwater warriors that have strayed from the path of fulfillment, the path that leads to peace, love, and joy, I have good news for you. You don't have to continue to live in shame or fear because the good news is that you are equipped with the knowledge and wisdom to know how to get back on that path that leads to what we desire. You've already been on that path before. You've navigated the path deep enough that you know where the traps lie. You know how to get past those roadblocks. You see, my friend, you have once navigated the path and the path still remains wide open for you to return to it. I've enjoyed my time learning and growing with you. Ultimately, we want to head down the path that leads to peace, love, and joy. There will be distractions and some may stray from the path. The good news is that the path remains open for you to return. Peace, love, and joy is still available to you. You don't have to become comfortable thinking that you don't deserve peace, love, and joy in your life. Those are lies that keep you trapped on the path of unfulfillment. But once you know the truth, you no longer have to believe those lies. Join me next week for the third and final episode of the series, The Path Getting Out of Your Own Way. We will be discussing strategies to keep us on the path that leads to peace, love, and joy. I encourage you all to be the freshwater that heals in a salty environment. And remember that we're in the business of healing and not hurting. Until we meet again, my friends.